This is Outcasting Overtime, from Media for the Public Good, producer of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Hi, I'm Lucas, an Outcasting youth participant. On this edition, Outcaster Alex talks about a stereotype about bisexual people, and how his own coming out story fits into that stereotype. Back in November of 2016, Outcasting released an overtime piece, just like this one, about bisexuality and how it is often misunderstood and stereotyped. Many believe that bisexuality isn't a real orientation, but rather a temporary self-identification people adopt before they come out as gay. Here's the thing. It so happens that this was the case for me when I first came out. I identify as gay now, but when I first came out to my friends, I identified as bisexual. I did this for two reasons. The first is that, on some level, I had felt attractions to girls before then. It was akin to the crushes that any little kid has before getting wind of what a romantic relationship actually entails. I don't give these crushes much weight now, but I do acknowledge that they were real. They were a part of my experience and development, and I don't want to shrug anything like that off. But my second reason aligns with that stereotype of bisexual people. I wasn't necessarily comfortable identifying as gay straight off the bat. The world of being LGBTQ was alien and scary. Beyond what I had seen on the internet, I had no idea what being gay would mean for my life. Identifying as bisexual was a stepping stone for my later identity as gay. So, I am that stereotype in some way. Eventually, I decided to come out as gay rather than bisexual. The why is important. Examining my sexuality, I see that I am attracted to women on some level. But, I am certainly less attracted to women than I am to men. Many people would call me bisexual because of this. Regardless, I choose to identify as gay because I think that a romantic relationship for me with a woman would be unsuccessful and unfulfilling. There are two sides to how we feel attraction, the romantic side and the sexual side. Labels aren't meant to be used to categorize people like scientific names for animals and plants. Even though I might feel some sexual attraction towards women, I'm not interested in dating them. I don't experience romantic attraction towards women. So, because the relationships I'm interested in are with men, I identify as gay. In all, this stereotype of bisexual people makes me conflicted. On one hand, some people might think that my experience validates a largely negative stereotype. On the other hand, this experience is something that I know to be true for me, and was definitely necessary to realize my identity. And I'm inclined to think that this is true. Not everyone who identifies as bisexual will have the same experience as me. Certainly not, because I don't identify that way anymore. Life is far more diverse than we realize. Though labels can instill a sense of community, they can also be trapping. Like all the ways that people identify, stereotypes come with being attached to a group. Not everyone in a specific group is the same. We all have a wide web of beliefs and interests that make us unique and different from other people, even the ones who are most similar to us. And who cares if people change how they identify? Just as our lives undergo all sorts of changes, our attractions can change over time. Because of the nature of our society, everyone is assumed to outwardly identify as straight and cisgender at birth. That doesn't mean that all of us identify that way now, right? Thanks for listening to Outcasting Overtime. Outcasting Overtime is a production of Media for the Public Good, a nonprofit organization that produces public radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Our executive producer is Mark Sophus. Visit us at outcastingmedia.org to get information about outcasting, make your tax-deductible donation, watch outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to outcasting and outcasting overtime. Thanks.
and thanks for listening.